Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You know, one of these days, we're actually going to have some intro music, but I might be kind of sad when we don't have our little gal come on and say, Blog Talk Radio. (laughs) But KP, (laughs) you are the man with the intro, so lay it on us. Hello, hello, hello. Galen Patterson of the Old Talent Class. Hello. And this is Pete of Real Talk. Midwest Muscle in the house. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in the world. And if you are a drug-free athlete, and looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive you like what that ride. Yeah. Like a mouse truck through ice cream. Peter Snickerdoodle <laughs> and Chocolate Way. How about that? Yes, together. It's a swirl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Check us out at peoplepeemuscle.com. And now, let's chit-chat with America. Hello, Desiree. How are you? Hello. You know, when you say hello, like, hello, do you know what that reminds me of? Of what? Do you remember this, the uh, movie called The Labyrinth with David Bowie that would have come out when yeah. we were yeah, younger? Do you remember that? A very weird movie, very uh, crazy uh, I can't. I can't even think of the word. It, that movie, yeah, it, it, it would give you nightmares. I don't know about nightmares. Well, maybe if you were little, cult classic. It's one of my favorites yes. from back yes. in the day. But do you remember that yes. little worm that was at the beginning of the labyrinth that had the little scarf on and had the little tuft of hair? And he said, "Hello." Yes. Hello. Do you remember that? Yes, I, hey. I can see that. Hey. Yes. <laughs> well, that's I, what that reminds me of. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> See, that's almost as fun to say as I tell you what. I tell you what. And there I you challenge are. anybody to say hello and I tell you what without smiling. I challenge anybody. Yep. I mean, it, how can it not put you in a good mood? It's so P for P, you just got to go with it. <laughs> you just have to go with it. Hey, speaking of, well, not speaking of, I'm not, well, we kind of are because P4P just launched a brand new website. And I don't know if we talked about this, but the NANBF also launched an updated website earlier this year. I, and no, I don't think we referenced that. Yeah, so I just wanted to call that to everyone's attention. Go check it out. It's a nice-looking site. It's uh, www.nanbf.net. So, and in case you are not 100% familiar, um, NANBF stands for the North American Natural Bodybuilding Federation. So that's what yes. that uh, acronym stands and for. And it was it. actually started, what did you say, KP? I said their pro affiliate is? IPE. There you go. So you have the NANBF and you have the IPE, which formerly was the IFPA, but IPE is all you need to remember right now. And where I was headed is that this 
group was actually started by Jim Evans in Minnesota in the early 80s. And we yep. had Jim on the show a couple of times. He's a very, he is a very real talk kind of person. I'll <laughs> just put it yes, that way. When it comes to uh, his thoughts on uh, natural bodybuilding and the direction that the sport is going and the organizations and so on and so forth. So um, check him out in the archives, Jim Evans. Um, we've had him on a couple of times. So always yes. a good interview with Jim, but uh, a great website. They talk about membership, um, what they're about, where their events are, anti-doping. Um, and there are a lot of great shows coming up. You always hear us talk about the Natural Southern States Classic hosted by uh, John and Becky Arnold. That's coming up April 26th and 27th. It's always a two-day show because Bikini is so darn big, it has to have its own night. And I love it. And actually, it's a two-day show, but it's actually like a two-day, three-show show. Because you have bikini on Friday evening always, and then on Saturday they usually have two shows, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, where they split up um, women's bodybuilding and figure and men's bodybuilding and physique. And they usually pair a men's category with a women's category, and then the other two are at the other show. So it's a big deal, guys. Check it out. And then uh, on May 11th, is uh, the uh, Natural Iowa, which is Ryan Irvin's show, so you've heard us talk about that a couple different times. And then following on through the year, you've got the Heartland Classic and Natural Nebraska, which is promoted by Jennifer and Renee Martinez. You have Aaron Callister's show, the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Natural, um, May 24th and 25th. And the other night we were just talking about, um, you know, how promoters are doing a lot to educate athletes and putting on posing seminars and educational seminars. And Aaron Callister has always put on a really good seminar. And he does it pretty much every year. And, uh, you know, they do um, posing. They'll invite some pros to come on stage and then – athletes to come up out of the audience and they can practice the posing and they introduce different vendors and just talk about the ins and outs of competing at the, in the NANBF. So he always does a good job. So shout out to him. Um, you have Keith and uh, Beck Hunter with the NANBF St. Louis Naturals in June. And then John and Becky are ramping things back up in Loveland, Colorado in June, the end of June as well. And um, Brian McCabe, which is uh, rumored to be a uh, a possible appearance on one O'Callaghan Patterson's com- competitive calendar this year. That show is jumping off August 31st in Chicago. And then uh, John and Becky are hitting it again in uh, Missouri, September 21st. You have the Natural Badger Classic in Wisconsin, October the Omaha Naturals in October as well. Um, you have the Memphis Muscle Showdown, which that's another one, Kaylin. We need to get out there and go check them out. October yeah, we do. 12th. You have uh, Clash of the Titans in Minnesota with uh, promoted by Mike and Julie Marrier. And this one, I'm kind of surprised because I John and Becky keep picking up shows here and there. They have been expanding over the last couple of years, and I have not heard of the Natural Amateur Naturals which is slated oh, wow. for November 10th in Missouri. Yeah. 
So we're going to have to find out more details about that one because that's a new one on me. I don't know, Kaylin, have you heard any rumbling yeah, about that I, show not today? Not at all. right now. Wow. So, yeah, so we're going to have to uh, get on the horn and check out what's going on with the natural amateur naturals because I'm I'm intrigued. I'm curious to see what that's all about. Wow. And that's that really a late show. Once you get into November, I mean, I'm yeah. sorry, you're breaking up on me. What did you say? I said I'm I'm still thinking how we've been lacking on getting to the Memphis show, and now you're bringing up another one. Wow. <laughs> I know. I know. So we have to get there. We got to get – our bucket list just keeps growing, so we're going to have to work this one out. So anyway, yes. nanbf.net, folks. Check it out. And with that, KP, what's the word on tonight? Oh, I I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. But uh, Brandon Lirio kind of put a, a, a flame under my behind about something he said, and it was a very good point and a very valid point about, you know, if we're so supportive of the, the natural industry, then we should be more supportive of the show's and the natural athletes that compete in it. And I've personally known many that became very frustrated with the natural community, but it wasn't for the reasons we tend to think of why people would get mad. It was more to the point that they started off with a really big splash and winning, and then suddenly they weren't winning anymore, and they felt like they were somehow being cheated or or looked over. And one of the things I've noticed is that as uh, judges, they're constantly looking for a better you. And I don't mind that. You know, if, if you brought something that had a lot of flash and a lot of menage and a lot of charisma to the stage, then, you know, whether you accept it or not, this is what they expect of you as a competitor. And they expect you to improve. And I noticed that a lot of competitors that have won and gone on to receive their pro cards figured that they could take that same look as a pro card winner and have it be exclusively a pro card, not a pro card, but a pro stage win in the books. And when that didn't happen, they became very frustrated and started basically bad-mouthing and, you know, screaming politics and, it, it, it just became so negative in their world view of natural bodybuilding that they either fizzled out and quit or they stepped into the enhanced realm, figuring they had a better chance of winning. And on the way out of the natural community, they really started slamming the natural industry itself. And I was very disappointed in that. And I noticed that you know, it's becoming more and more prevalent that they do so to try and get a foothold into the enhanced realm, which is puzzling to me because if you're talking politics as the reason why you're leaving the industry, why would you be politicking to basically become an enhanced athlete? So it, it's, it's very confusing, it's very hypocritical, and it's also killing any chance uh, anybody that's close to them has as far as improving on the industry itself or 
improving on themselves as natural athletes. Because once you make that step, that's a very big mental and moral step away from what would be considered a, a healthy way of life. And it's always baffling to me that people would fight so hard and, you know, claim so much for the natural industry, but never adding their part to the natural community as natural athletes with ideas aside from basically stepping on stage and competing with the intent to win. So it's puzzling for sure, but it's also something that we have to look at as far as athletes, as far as promoters, as far as, you know, all aspects of the community, what 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 is our part? What is our role in the grand scheme of natural athletes and natural competition? And I, I'm not asking you, Dad. This is something that it's it just as somebody who's a fan of the sport, you're always looking for a way to improve it without basically jeopardizing the the, the moral compass, the the you know the the ethics that should be involved in it, and any and any and everything that would basically demean any of the athletes or the industry as a whole. And I, I know there's an answer, there's a solution, but the people that seem to have the best ideas are so fed up so quickly that we never get to hear some of the great things that might be able to improve on the sport because they're basically jumping ship and taking the drugs to try and get that quick win that they were so used to. Uh, am I making sense? Yeah, no, I think you make total sense. And it's just, you know, it's it's a question that's been asked for a long time as to what is behind this phenomena. And, you know, we always come back to the answer of, well, you know, it's it's there's more stardust and glitter and unicorns on the other side. And somehow there's the perception that the competition – you know, just automatically improves on the other side and, you know, that's what they're after. But, you know, it's, you can be phenomenal on the natural side. And then as you've kind of alluded to, just because you decide to flip the script and become like an enhanced athlete, it doesn't put you on the same level as an enhanced athlete. You've still got a lot of work to do and a lot of catch-up to do probably for some of these athletes that have already been knocking it out for four or five years, right? So what are the odds that you're truly going to get what you're striving for by switching over? I, I mean, I don't know. I guess I throw that into the mix of what you've thrown out there for us already. Well, the point is that you still have to compete. You know, whether yeah. you're taking drugs or, or not taking drugs, you still have to step on stage and compete. And politicking doesn't give the win. I mean, if you're a 50-pound undersized athlete doing your first year on the enhanced realm, you're a 50-pound athlete, un- undersized athlete guys are going to destroy you and a lot of times we have ego driven uh, prideful men and women stepping out there and either they're they up their dosage to compete which means they still have to step their game up 
or they basically take the mental beating and just quit. Either way, the industry loses what would have been an athlete that could have held their own on the natural side. Aside from that, every year that we've been in the sport and involved in it, we learn something new and try to add that to the mix of competing. As athletes going to different shows, we can't cover all of them, but there's something that's being very original at these shows and at these venues that they can add to the mix, but because they're so frustrated about not winning and their egos are so beaten, they don't even try to add to it. And it's very frustrating to where they quit, give up, or basically blame someone else for the lack of character because that's what it comes down to sometimes is that there's just no true character about doing what they should do, their part in, in, in competing, aside from just stepping on stage with uh, with some Speedos and a number attached to it. We, have to, we, we simply have to do better. And to watch these ideas just go away where we don't have any involvement from them other than, like I'm saying, where they step on stage and compete, and then when the show's over, we don't see them anymore. They don't make it to the seminars, nope. like you alluded. They don't make it to the, uh, the, 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 the talking times we have, and they don't sit in the audience to basically educate the audience about what's going on on stage. It's just simply, I didn't win, I'm pissed off, and the world sucks. And it, you, you can't keep having this, you know, it's got to be my way or nothing because – not even the promoters do that. They 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 applaud their expediters. They applaud their background people. They say without them, I couldn't do what I do. I mean, we had uh, Raven Kowski on, and that was one of the things he kept saying. You know, because I, I I've been so blessed by these people being in my corner, I can step in and, and do what I do and do my part instead of basically saying, you know, if 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 nobody shows up then everything sucks and everybody's wrong. It it just doesn't make sense to me. Nope. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I don't really have anything profound to <laughs> to say about it because I just don't No, no, you it. don't have but this is this is this is a rant that I, I, I like I said, when Brandon said that it just took me back to the guys that were on top, you know, coming in, winning, and they had great physiques, you know. And then, you know, you you maybe do one show too many. Uh, you, you diet a little bit different to try and do some tweaks, and it goes wrong, and you don't win. And then suddenly everybody's the devil. Uh, you know, you got robbed. You got cheated. You go on the social media and, you know, we, we have our followers, even P4P has followers, and, and, you know, people support us, and I thank God for that. But at the same time, I don't expect them, the promoter, to say, well, since P4P's in the house, they automatically get the win. That's politics. The very thing that they're saying is the one thing they're demanding. Every time I go to a show, I should win. No. I mean, and that can't, and that can't be. I mean, even 
even Meshach got second once in the last couple of years, um, although I'm still yeah. not sure how, but it happened. So, I mean, even so he's I, not I, guaranteed an automatic win. <laughs> He was in the well, wrong class. No. He should, he... Well, no, that no, that was the wrong. That was just the wrong category. But I think there was even one other instance where he was oh, in yeah, a bodybuilding yeah. class that that he didn't come in first. But yeah, where he was, yeah, he was classic physique. Misha is just too much of a too much of a fuzzy for classic physique. <laughs> so, but yeah. in, it, but here's one thing that I'm going to throw in there, and maybe this takes us totally off course, but. You know, you do hear the rumbling sometimes, well, you know, when the natural community gets their act together, you know, then I'll be back. Really? Are you are you really yeah. going to do that? And and they won't. If, if, if wanting the natural community to get its act together, whether that's more unity, more consistency in testing protocols, um, fewer organizations, uh, you know, whatever it is in your mind, that constitutes the natural community getting its act together, wouldn't you as an athlete be better off actively participating in that process than jumping to the other side and hanging out over there, you know, just biding your time while you're keeping an eye on the natural community, you know, and then coming back over? As an athlete and as an advocate for the Natty Nation, aren't you just much better off actively participating in whatever that process may be in helping the quote-unquote natural community get its act together. Jumping over to the other side is, is really not, it, it, I mean, it, to make that statement, it, it just even makes less sense to me, I guess. Yes. Because if that's what you're really waiting for, then make it happen. Be part of the process. Be part of the movement. Just switching sides, that's not what you're waiting for. You're just making another excuse as to why you're doing it. If you're doing it, then own it by all means. I mean, yeah. go for it. Do it. Do it. But don't, you know, okay. say, well, okay. this organization, they're just too unorganized for me, so I'm going to leave and then not be part of the solution. Yeah. And that, it's, that's so, so true. Uh, Jacob got a point, and this is something we had talked to off the air, so I, I'm really – yeah, this is something we needed to bring up anyway. Uh, Jacob's saying, well, you know, if it's such a, a, a deal, how's he saying? If it's such a deal with, you know, natural and enhanced, why are more enhanced people promoting the NPC and IFBB more than they do their own, I guess, their own kind? This word is kind of uh, confusing. It is confusing. So is he saying that the enhanced community does a better job of promoting their shows, or is he saying that no. natural athletes do a better job? He's saying natural athletes do a better job of promoting the enhanced community than they do the natural community. Exactly, yes. Okay. And this is something well, that's a good we question. were talking about. Why is yeah, that? This is something we are talking about, especially since, uh, you know, there's a, there's a show coming up, and the the promoter is is basically competing, and 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 in the other side, I, I don't, I I don't know. I have no answer for this. This is this one. I, I honestly, Jake, Jacob. I'm sorry, not Jake. Jacob, we were just as confused when when we, you know, we we reached out to him. I, I won't put his name. You know the name of him. If you want to share it on the 
our page or with the archived uh, link, you go ahead. But uh, we don't want to do any name calling until we get a better answer to find out exactly what's going on. But aside from that point, it makes no sense for Dad and I. We're we're totally confused. We're totally bamboozled on this one. This one came from left field, especially knowing that you're going to be promoting the natural shows. Why you would go and spend your money, your own money? I, 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 it just confuses. I mean, I was blown away where you'd spend your money in, in, a, in an enhanced realm, your money, something that you could be pouring back into your own prom, uh, show and, and promoting better, whatever you want to do, and, and basically just saying, you know, look, I want you guys to come to a natural show, but I'll be over here in the enhanced uh, arena doing my own thing. It is very confusing. Uh, I, I can tell you right now, Des and I both uh, got on the, uh, on it, and we were just totally confused. Neither one of us really understood the gist of what was going on. We still don't. We haven't got a, a definitive answer. We have something more akin to um, uh, a non-answer, I guess the best way to say it, something A response, but not really a definitive answer saying exactly what's going on and and, and nothing that would uh, basically we can hang our hat on. Des, do you have anything to add to that? I don't. I mean, I don't. And that, I mean, that is a quandary in and of itself. And I think, you know, the other part of, and maybe that wasn't what Jake was asking, but the latter of what I put out there of why, you know, natural athletes, and you do see several of them that, you know, they do a better job of talking up um, IFBB pros than they do other natural pros. And I, you know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know yeah. why that is. I mean, I guess uh, you can say because they're better known and the general population might know who all these other athletes are. So if you're going to talk bodybuilding, then talk all the big names. But the natural side can never get bigger in awareness if people don't talk about it. Yes. Well, and and also, like like we we can allude right back to what Brandon was saying, where if the money is going to the enhanced realm, how can you increase the natural community if you're basically ensuring that it never gets funded correctly? So that is a definite confusing uh, point when you're saying, you know, they should do better, they should do more. Well, that, that requires revenue. I, I can't imagine if everybody basically just, you know, runs away from the NFL and says, well, you know, they need to have better games, they need to have better uh, anything without the revenue coming in. Where do you get the money to make all these improvements happen? And if our if our funds are constantly going to the other side, then it's kind of confusing how you can say I demand more and better when you're basically constantly taking your revenue elsewhere. I mean, like I, I was like, I, I always talk about with Kmart and Walmart when I was working at the Kmart warehouse, it always confused me why the people would get their checks and go cash them at Walmart and buy stuff right out of there. I said, you're basically underfunding your, your, your own paycheck. You're ensuring, you're ensuring at some point you're going to lose your job. If not lose your job, go out of business. And it made no sense to me why this would be a tactic that was supposed to save you money. How, when everything that basically is you is being sent somewhere else? 
Yes. I mean, and that I mean, and that's a great point. You know, even it, even though Walmart seem to be the better buy, it's Kmart who's going to ensure that you still get that paycheck as long as you choose to be yeah. employed there. So why not funnel it back in there? Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, like I said, I don't have anything eloquent or lofty to say about this. It's just, you know, we've said it once, we've said it a hundred times, folks, support natural bodybuilding. If you love a, if yes. you love an athlete, if you love the sport, support it and stay there. And when yes. I say the sport, I am not talking bodybuilding as an umbrella. I'm talking specifically natural bodybuilding. Yes, there you go. And and, and you know we're not picking on any organization. We're not saying you know this has to be that, and these very people have to be here and there. I'm saying if you're supporting the natural industry then support it financially as well. And you can't just say, you know, these things need to happen, these things need to improve, without basically stepping in and saying, I'm going to help improve it. It, You know, it, just supporting it by showing up is a good start. Showing up and, and adding what might improve it is another good start. Uh, stepping up and saying, hey, I, I wish we could do these things or, or, or filling out, you know, is there some kind of survey we could uh, fill out on, on how to improve it, but you're there to basically speak face-to-face with either the promoter, the judges, the competitors, or basically just the venue in itself. There's so many things that are happening that we could involve ourselves in to help improve it. But jumping ship, Pete, because you feel you've been neglected, because, you know, you did used to win overall, at some point people are going to catch up to you. You know, at some point you have to get better. At some point things have to constantly improve. And if we're not doing that, then we're constantly basically staying the same, which means we're doing less and less every year. Because if your look is what wins, you become a target. And you have to step your game up after that because that's the look that won. So now that's what every that's the barometer of what first place is. And people are going to constantly do better and better to get to your first place look. So that means next year your first place look is now second if the the tide of of how competition is going. And you know, we've seen phenomenal physiques back in the day, but now there may be fourth or fifth place when you talk about the grand scheme of things and how the the, the sport has evolved. So it, it's really something amazing to watch, but it's also a blessing where you can see where a natural physique is growing. I mean, like the, the science, the, the, the foundation of the sport is still intact. Bodybuilding is still bodybuilding. But now people are learning how to diet correctly. People are learning how to uh, sleep correctly. People are learning how to basically diet correctly. People are learning everything better and better and better and better. And year after year after year, the look improves. It evolves. And if you're not evolving with it, you're going to be that overall winner that's no longer an overall winner. And jumping ship is not the way to improve it. You, If you, if you no longer have a wish to compete, you don't have to. But you can still be get behind the scenes and say, you know, this is what worked for me 
when I competed, and this is the the the, the mental uh, stuff you have to go through. This is the the fam the familiar stuff you have to deal with. These are the diet changes you have to make during the holidays. You have vital information that's going to be helping each and every up and comer. And we you know we filter out into every respective gym and every respective uh, city, every respective part of town. It can it can really improve. It can really 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 improve if we just go that extra route and say it's not just solely about me. It's about everything I'm doing to improve the sport with what I have as information. And if we all pull that together, it doesn't take a promoter to grow the sport. It wouldn't be nice to have them. It doesn't take a venue to grow the sport. It would be nice to go there. It doesn't take an organization to basically get the word out. As athletes, we can get the word out so much better because we're face-to-face with the very people that can help the sport improve. I don't understand how going into another organization or enhanced community that you don't even believe in and saying somehow this is going to improve me and hopefully the natural community will wisen up or get smarter and see why I jump ship instead of basically standing face-to-face with the people and telling him exactly why you want to and not doing it. Does that make sense, Ed? Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, it just, and the more that you say it out loud and talk it through, I mean, I don't even really think that that's a, a valid reason. You know, if no. if the other side is where you want to be, then just, just go be there. Um, but yes. if natural is where your heart is and you feel it's not running as well as it should be, could be, then help make it better. And then you will have yes. the best of everything that you ever wanted. But, you mm-hmm. know, don't, don't say you're, you're leaving because something is, is subpar, then help fix it, you know? And if yes. leaving is still yes. where you want to be, then, then go be, <laughs> then go be. That's all you have. I mean, that's all there is. I mean, if that's your yes. choice, stick to it, live it, and and go on in peace. Yes, but, <sighs> but but like like when they when they do make that transition, I think the one thing because they 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 see the marketing, they see the glamour, they see the winnings, and they see the the the, the professional way of marketing and how it's done. They don't realize the part that they still have to do to make their mark in the enhanced community because they already have their status, because they already have their following, because they already have everything lined up as a natural athlete. All I have to do is step over into the enhanced realm and everything falls into place. And basically they're going right back to kindergarten and starting all over because there's just simply no way for an an enhanced guy to step in without doing a remarkable Improvement, and some people do have genetics where they can step in and do their thing right off the bat. But most of the time, it's it's generally the guy that's basically not winning on a regular basis, and then somehow thinking everything changes because now I have the marketing that I want, I have uh, all the good things that should be afforded to me in this well-marketed arena, 
and I'm not going to do my part because they should lo- look at my status, they should look at my social media and know that I'm already the guy that they want. They just need to open their eyes and see it. That's not how it works. It didn't work in the in the natural side, and it definitely doesn't work on the enhanced side. So there's still work to be done. There's still uh, basically the, the 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 work in the gym, the work in at, at home, the work in, in, in basically promoting yourself. All of these things still have to be done. But on a very a bigger a, a bigger scale, a, a much grander scale, and you don't really have the support of your peers because nobody really wants to admit that they're using drugs. So at, at some point, they either quit or they double their efforts of drug use, and, and, and it gets, you know, like a good example is a guy that was 100% ready to go into the drug community, and then he had a kid and realized in order to be with my child and my, my wife, for the rest of their lives, hopefully, until, you know, I pass away from natural causes, I can't do the drugs that I had planned because now I, I'm thinking of my future instead of basically thinking from a selfish ideology of, you know, when at all costs. Well, now you look at the cost, and it's not worth it, but you've already stepped over into that arena, and you can't go back to the natural life unless you're going to wait seven years to do so. If they're ego-driven – not many people wait that long to do so. I mean, let me ask you this. I mean, I already know the answer, but we might as well have a discussion. And if our listeners want to join in too, so be it. But let's just play devil's advocate. Let's mm-hmm. just say mm-hmm. a natural athlete crosses the line because they really believe that they can be a contender in their natural state. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? And at and at what point does it become impossible if it ever does? I mean, I guess I don't know. In my ignorance, I'm asking: Is there ever been a natural athlete in recent years? Because everybody starts out natural, and even in the beginning, bodybuilding was mostly natural. It's not all natural mm-hmm. before it started to morph into this other this other form. So, yeah, has there been in recent years? Let's say the last even 10 to 15 years, a natural athlete that has stayed natural and been a contender, a true contender, rising to the ranks of the IFBB? Now, I can actually answer that because uh, back in the day, we actually had one of those fellows on our show. Okay. His name was Skip. And he was the incredibly shredded fella. Before, you know, people were taking the, the clenbuterol and, and the diuretics to lean themselves out to where he was. And they still couldn't touch him simply because as a natural athlete, he never got the distended belly. So no matter what he did, he was always going to have that V taper. He was going to always have that small waistline because of the drugs that he wasn't taking. And he did very well until a chemist figured out how to match that look with drugs, and then he kind of faded away. He's still a big name in in the enhanced community, but he's, I mean, he anything they can do to get him out of it, they will do. I mean, we've had a lot of people cross over and, and do their own thing, and they made a name for themselves locally. But as far as the the international uh, appeal, 
uh, there's not one. Uh, Skip was basically uh, late 80s, early 90s. And he was basically the, the last of a dying breed because then you had the freakishly enormous uh, athletes basically to override his look. Now, he never won big, but he did become very well-known in the industry because he had a look that no one could see or match. And because of that, uh, he made his own niche, but he was never that standout athlete that basically just blew everyone away. He would just win at the the smaller uh, venues that weren't really uh, pro-card status. They were more you know, just uh, winning an overall at, a, at an amateur event. So he, he never mm-hmm. really blew up like people thought, but he was more like a, a Monica Brandt on the female side of the enhanced community where, you know, very successful with magazine covers, very successful with uh, uh, marketing, and he was promoted. Uh, he, he he did get sponsorships, so, you know, he, he was making uh, a living, Um when he started doing his his clients, he had a, 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 a the support of the the, uh, the IFBB. So you know he did have a good foundation, if you consider that good. But as far as being like, oh my goodness, what is that? I'm not sure, but carry on. <laughs> okay, he he made a good name for himself, but as far as being that Mr. Olympia, Arnold, uh, uh, New York Pro never really winning at, at venues like that or, or, you know, being, being well established to do that, that extra step of basically beating out the enhanced on the big stage. No, he didn't make it. Um, he chose not to, to take the drugs. And I, you know, I'd sadly, I've been there when, when people are told, you know, if you want to start winning, you're going to have to do these things. And a lot of people said, you know, well, I, I really want that win and win at all costs, so, yeah, I'll do it. And then there, there's people that say no, and then they're basically, you know, kicked to the curb because, you know, why support you when you're not willing to do what it takes to win in the IFBB? I get it. It's it's a choice a lot of people are forced to make, and, and, and they make it. But it's never what they expected or thought or, 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 or think how it's going to turn out in the end. It just doesn't work out that way. And then when they're when they're done with their careers, I'll put that in air quotes, they realize it simply wasn't worth it. I mean, uh, a good example is the fellow I met in uh, the Bolingbrook, uh, what's our brand? We've got our own uh, gym name. It's out of Chicago, but I can't think of the name right now. Pardon, I'm on depleted carbs, so uh, I'm not eating uh, the numbers I used to because I'm impressed. So forgive me for having the brain fog. But uh, he said that if he had known that natural physiques could get to the point that, you know, where uh, Rob, uh, Ryan Doors, uh, Habedin Alarian, um, the Sam Okanula, if he could get physique, if he could have gotten a physique like that naturally, he would have never got on the stuff. And now he's basically on it the rest of his life because, like, uh, our guest, I can't even – we did two shows with this fellow, and I can't think of his name suddenly, where he was talking about how at 26 years old he can't have children because, you know, the amount of drugs he had to do to get that look, 
just destroyed him from the inside out. It's it's uh, really remarkable how many regret the choice because at a younger age they were convinced that there was no choice. You had to do this to win. And now to see, you know, how things are turning out, they're not they're they're not remotely happy about this. They're actually kind of upset. And I know one fellow he said if he could ever go back and meet the guy that told him the stuff in the first place, he'd probably pop him in the head and probably choke him to death. Mm. He wasn't joking when he said that. And I was thinking, you know, wow. There's so much hate from your choice, your personal mm-hmm. choice, because you believe that you were gonna be the, the next Mr. Olympia, the next uh, Mr. Arnold uh, winner. It's 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 really something how you can be blinded so well, where you think, you know, this is not a bad option. Did? No, nope. I mean I think you have hit the nail on the head, and you know at this point, I mean our our view on things is our view on things, and. Everyone out there is grown, and they're going to do what they're going to do. So, yes. you know, you just yes. have to wish everyone all around well and just truly pray that that's how things end up. Yeah. And well, not be cool. like the guy who wanted to pop the guy in the head. Well, I, you know, uh, Ray Vinkowski had said it, and he said, name one 20-year uh, NPC veteran. Just one. Well, I'm definitely the wrong person to ask on that because I really do no, not follow no, NPC. We can at remember, all. we like we we can name drop even the most layman uh, person that goes to a gym would know of a, a lower ranked or lower tiered. IFBB Pro, but they can't name any 20-year NPC athlete. And the biggest reason is they don't exist. Either your genetics help you survive through the drug abuse or your heart fails or your liver or kidney. There is no in-between. You're either a pro that survived the drug abuse or you're an NPC athlete that started getting the health problems and had to quit. There is no in-between. And that kind of blew me away because he asked me that way back in, oh, my goodness, 2009, 2008, 2009. And I I really, you know, for me, I had to research it. I want to know. Who would we know? Who would be somebody locally that was an all-star and just not quite there to win the big show? And there are absolutely none. I've seen open-heart surgery. I've seen triple bypass. I've seen uh, people, you know, family members trying to get uh, kidneys and liver transplants because these athletes, well, I don't want to call them athletes. Um, these drug users are, are, are on their last leg of life, uh, stage four cancer, uh, brain tumors, uh, spinal tumors. It's so many things that are 
you know, basically they're hanging on to life because of a choice of drugs. And like I said, for me, I'm up to number 24 for the enlarged heart death. And, you know, they died like they lived with a big heart. I'm so sick of that cliche. It's just, it almost makes me want to vomit. We're just glossing over drug abuse and a death from it. And it just amazes me. Like, you know, I, I, I liken it to when the actors uh, overdose on heroin or cocaine and they say, oh, but they, you know, they were so talented. These things were part of the territory. No, it's not. No, it's not. It, 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 should, it, it shouldn't even be in the same conversation. And yet we're having it time and time again that, you know, this person made a choice of, of drug abuse and, and here we go. And because of the drug abuse, you know, we're supposed to sympathize with their lives because, honestly, they're not the devil. We, we, we as natural athletes, we need, we, Brandon was right, we need to stop demonizing these people because they're not the devil. They just made a choice of drug use. And a lot of times there's many other drugs and many other people that we know much closer than athletes that chose to do drugs. And they, the families have suffered from it because there's repercussions for every choice negative that we make. And if, if you're going to use drugs and do these things, then, hey, this is what's going to be a part of it. You're going to have to at some point uh, make a, a moral choice or a mental choice that's not going to be very positive, basically to sustain your drug use, just like with cocaine, just like with heroin, just like with any other uh, drugs with side effects. There's There's a cost for what we do. And if we keep glossing over the fact that these choices are killing us and killing people we know and killing friends that we love and, and you know, damaging families, uh, wives, husbands, children. It, it should be, the information should be more readily available as to when you make that choice, the repercussions from it. And as athletes, natural athletes, we should speak better of the industry to basically keep people from even wanting to make that option. And if we do our part better, we don't have to worry about promoters. We don't have to worry about organizations. Our word of mouth on how fun it is to compete, our word of mouth on the familiar uh, background, our word of mouth on how you keep you make friends that last for the rest of your life is much more sustainable than a poster or a promotion. And yet, for some reason, we feel a need to jump ship to make that happen. It's not going to change any, anything by getting over to the enhanced community and saying, you know, because natural athletes and natural uh, organizations don't do their part, then I have to leave. I'm saying I'll speak better of the people that do the job correctly, and hopefully we'll get more people to step their game up that can do it exactly that way or better and improve the sport as a whole instead of saying, you know, well, this sucks, and like Cartman would say, screw you guys, I'm going on. Des? <laughs> I think I think you've cut it, cut it up, chopped it up, chit-chatted with the banner, and uh, it actually is time to go home. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, listener land, you've been awfully quiet tonight. I don't know if we've been a little too serious for you, if you're just all soaking it in, but as always, if you have questions, comments, reflections that you didn't share up with us this evening, 
feel free to send those messages along and uh, we will read each and every one and uh, maybe even still address it back on the next show if we have time to do so. And we usually try to make well, time for those things too. So please do share. So we're good with that. Um, I, I, I'll give a shout out to Tina, uh, Sam, uh, to our regular listeners, guys, you know your name. Um, we, we appreciate the input. But a lot of stuff Des and I were already covering and have already covered. Uh, just listen to the archive and know that we hear what you're saying. We hear what the, uh, the our guests are saying. A lot of times we can't go in depth because they're telling their story, and so we can't address it at that time. But we do hear it. Um, there's a lot of things we don't agree with as far as uh, what, you know what people are saying about the natural industry. There's a lot of things we can't support in the natural industry, uh, you know, especially with the the bickering, the in-house bickering, uh, blast athletes blasting uh, promoters because they didn't win, uh, promoters not doing their part by giving uh, good venues and good uh, expedition behind the stage. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that could improve, and we've spoken about that. But I, I don't think, you know, ripping folks to shreds, is the best way to go about ever doing something like that. And it doesn't improve anybody by basically just cat house fighting. So, you know, we, we, we speak on the things that we can. Uh, we definitely do behind the scenes work. That's how we get our research. Um, please just keep supporting the industry. It's not all bad, but days like this happen where, it's, you know, the bad parts have to be addressed so it can improve. So it's, it's not saying it's the end of the world. It never is. There's going to be natural athletes next year that are new and the year after that that are new. And then there's going to be veterans that are stepping their game up as well. So the industry is it's thriving. There's a lot going on, but we definitely have to do better. And uh, it, it's just better. It's just so much better than what, what we started with. And I know we can do better still with where we're going. So, you know, don't give up hope. This isn't saying, you know, anything's bad or, or dying, there's just some parts that need to be addressed, and a lot of times it comes from our side. What are we as individuals doing to improve the sport? Everyone has some input that will be effective and effectual. All we have to do is share it, and that's what Des and I are just bringing out. It's a point that's uh, it's long overdue to be addressed. Des? Amen to that. Snickerdoodle, snickerfoodle, and hashtag chocolate way for the win. There you go. Ha! (laughs) So on behalf of Kaylin, natural bodybuilder lovers everywhere, and the boys from P4P Muscle, your body's a temple, so let's build it. Amen.